You are Locked On Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. When the Jags come for you, Falcons, what you gonna do? Browns, what you gonna do? Carolina, what you gonna do? Them Jags coming for you. Yep, them Jags, Jags, here they come. Welcome back to Locked On Jaguars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Christopher Thornton. You can follow me on Twitter at MistoCristofo, and you can follow the Locked On Twitter page at Locked On Jaguars. It was an eventful weekend over the uh, past few days between Christmas and, unfortunately, the Jaguars losing on the West Coast to the San Francisco 49ers by a final score of 44-33. to uh, it wasn't a pretty game at all for any positional group, all uh, phases of the team messing up at some point or another. Blake having an on and off day, throwing three interceptions, and Jimmy Garoppolo looking like a true quarterback one against this Jaguars defense who seemed to be a step behind all day. This episode is brought to you by Draft, my favorite fantasy uh, app to use nowadays. But uh, getting right into it, uh, we'll be looking at the uh, injury reports for both teams as well as the Jaguars announcing today that their wild card matchup against To Be Determined, we'll find that out at 8 p.m. Sunday night, uh, is sold out. They sold out all of the tickets allotted to them. Uh, The league announced that there might be a few more sections opening up due to the away team. They get an allotment. Uh, But we'll kind of talk about that later. But right now, kind of diving into the injury reports. Not a lot of new names on the uh, injury report for the Jaguars. Blake Bortles was a full participant with his right wrist. Blair Brown was limited with concussion, but him being limited is kind of uh, reassuring that he might get through the protocol before this week's matchup against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Keelan Cole was limited with a quadricep injury. We're not sure if he'll be able to play. Hopefully he can because we are thin at wide receiver. Uh, Alan Hearns was limited with an ankle injury. Avery Jones did not practice with a back injury. He was added to it today. Uh, Marquise Lee did not practice with an ankle injury. I don't see them rushing him back this week if he's not 100%. Uh, Mercedes Lewis was limited with an ankle injury as well as Laurenti McRae. And Cam Robinson was limited with an abdomen injury, though Doug Marone said that he is trending in the right direction. Not a lot of uh, names on the list compared to previous weeks. A few key guys on there, but they seem to be practicing at least. The only two being Avery and Marquise, though we know Marquise's ankle injury. Avery's, we don't know the severity of his back injury. It could have been just a tweak for the day. Uh... Uh, going to injuries, the Jags announced, as well as on his Instagram, Jalen Strong tore his ACL this past week in San Francisco, if you hadn't read that already, which is really uh, it's bumming because both Zach and I had been pushing for Jalen Strong all year to be active, and the one week he is, he catches a touchdown pass in his debut for the Jaguars, but then ends up tearing his ACL on the same play, I believe, 
which is uh, always bumming because that's two receivers now to ACL tears, and you just seem to be getting thinner and thinner every week at that position. So in lieu of that, the Jaguars promoted wide receiver Monte Crockett from the practice squad to the active roster and signed Tavon Smith, wide receiver, to the practice squad and placed Jalen Strong on reserve, injured reserve. So he is out for the year. He looks like a guy that might be in the fold for next year, but we'll look into that more into the offseason once this Jaguars' miraculous Cinderella season continues. Who would have thought back in September that we would be the division champs uh, going into the playoffs with a chance, well, it ended this past week, but with a chance for the number one seed going into week 17. Uh, I think something all Jags fans wish they could hope for. You had the few homers who did think it would happen, and you have most of the people who th- who thought 7-9 and nine wins is the cap, is which I did. I had us pegged at 9 wins max, and here we are almost going for our 11th, which would, near, which would double Blake Bortles' total win c- total in his career if he wins this week against Tennessee because yes the starters are playing in Tennessee Doug Marone came out today and said they are playing the starters if you're healthy you're playing and will not pull his starters until the matchup is decided so whether that's a blowout in favor of the Jaguars against the Jaguars or if it takes to the final whistle the starters will be in so I guess that helps some fantasy people if you were in the final week of your playoffs and you need some Jaguars to put up some points. Hopefully they do that in Tennessee as division champs. Tennessee fighting for a playoff spot. They currently sit at 8-7. and seven. A loss would eliminate them from playoff contention, I believe, or it requires some miracles around the league to help them. Uh, a win puts them at 9-7. and seven. And guarantee they win and they're into the playoffs, which would likely mean that the Jags would play them again next week at Everbank Field in front of a sellout crowd at Everbank. But going over to the Tennessee Titans injury report, a familiar name at Jonathan Cyprian has not practiced this past week with a hamstring injury. He did not practice Wednesday or Thursday, as well as Corey Davis. He did not practice with a hamstring injury on Wednesday or Thursday. And running back to Marco Murray, they have him down as a hamstring injury, but it was announced today that he has a third degree MCL tear but he says he's going to play through it so we'll see how that works out but the team officially has him as a hamstring injury but he it was announced that it was a third degree MCL tear he did not practice this week uh cornerback Ty Smith did not practice or was limited on Wednesday with a hand injury and was full participant today and Eric Walden, outside linebacker, did not practice on Wednesday with a groin injury and was limited on Thursday. Are you trying to buy or sell your home but having issues with the common realtor? At the KST Real Estate Group, you need not worry. Rather than relying on traditional marketing methods, KST uses a proprietary online approach to buy or sell homes in your desired location. But don't just take our word for it. Here's a testimony from a previous KST customer. This comes from Matthew. To begin with, Tom was an all-around excellent buyer's agent. Considering I was a first-time home buyer and there were many things I was unaware of, Tom answered every question I had and made me aware of the things I overlooked. I specifically remember calling Tom multiple times a day as we went back and forth on a few houses and he answered every call and had an answer to every question. 
I ended up getting my first home under appraised value and felt really good about the process and purchase. I highly recommend Tom to anyone from first-time homebuyers to experienced homebuyers. Tom is wise beyond his years, and it is evident through his work as an agent. I will continue to use Tom in the future and continue to recommend him to friends and acquaintances who are in search of a new home. Call the KST Group at 904-735-0609 or visit kstrealestate.com for more info. KST, the modern way to buy or sell your home. So not a long not a long list for the Tennessee Titans, but a few key players if you consider them key in Jonathan Cyprian, Corey Davis, and DeMarco Murray not playing. Uh Jonathan Cyprian, I, I don't believe he played week two against the Jaguars, so uh, he is yet to play against his former team, and if he doesn't play this week, then we won't see that this season unless they win and we match up in the playoffs. Uh, Corey Davis, obviously, being out, uh, you don't want your opposing offense to be at full strength. Obviously, you don't want people to be hurt, but it helps you. Uh, but I think the Jaguars defense is going to come out angry this week anyway, so hopefully that's a good thing and not leads to more mental lapses. And then DeMarco Murray. It looks like Derrick Henry will probably get the nod to start, so that means we can see him just kind of aimlessly run into a pile until he breaks a hole uh, against this Jags run defense, who hopefully steps it up. They didn't get, they didn't look too bad against the 49ers, but uh, all aspects of the defense could definitely be stepped up. Now, going to the playoffs, something that Jaguars fans are not used to talking about in the last at least 10 years. Uh, the Jaguars announced today that they have sold out their first playoff game in 18 years because that's how long it's been since we last hosted. Last time we went to the playoffs, we obviously had that miraculous run through Pittsburgh where we went into Heinz Field and upset them, and it was brought to my attention today that the Jaguars could do something that no other team in history has done and go into Heinz Field and win twice, the Jaguars beating the Steelers 30-9 30-9 to at Heinz Field in October. If they were to somehow match up again in the playoffs and they were to beat the Steelers, they would be the only team, including themselves in 2007, to go into Heinz Field and beat the Steelers twice. So something that only the Jaguars have done in history and they might be able to do it again. That's kind of extraordinary considering all the other teams. Not even Brady has done that. So something to definitely look forward to if that were to be the case. But looking at Ticketmaster right <coughs> looking at Ticketmaster right now, there is almost under 200 total tickets left. They deem it a sellout because most of these are resale. So less than 200 tickets available in a 66,000 person stadium is pretty impressive and we don't know the opponent yet we don't know when we're playing and who we're playing so this is almost exclusively Jags fans which is really reassuring because it's going to be great to have a great home field advantage in the playoffs rooting on your team the last two weeks of the season for the Jaguars between the Seattle Seahawks game and the Houston Texans game were both sellouts uh, the Seattle game obviously having more Seattle fans and Jags fans, but the Texans game was predominantly Jags fans, and it was great, great atmosphere. Uh, the team is definitely getting some support from the city, and it's nice to see people coming out to Jags games. But the thing about this playoff game is that it was almost a sellout before tickets even went on sale to the general public. Uh, season ticket members and those who had pre-sale codes 
uh, really bought up a lot of tickets. My, myself, I was giving out my pre-sale code because I wanted to help as many Jags fans possible uh, buy tickets. And I, I could probably say I helped about 15 folks get tickets. So I did my part in helping Jags fans get their tickets. But just anything to pack the bank because the Jags deserve all the support they can get. Uh, and Chad Johnson, senior VP of ticket sales, for the Jaguars was on 1010XL today, and he was urging p- people to get to the stadium early uh, because they plan on having some cool stuff before kickoff. But get there early. That way you're not in line for when kickoff. They want the full home field advantage at kickoff, player introductions, because you know how player introductions can be when the team comes out, just fire it up, fire them up. Uh, I'm usually in my seat an hour before kickoff. That might seem kind of boring, but I have yet to miss a single snap of Jaguars football this season uh, while at home, and that's something I'm definitely happy to say because I pay a lot of money for those tickets and definitely don't want to mention or I don't want to miss it. But uh, a quote from Chad Johnson is, The response from Jaguars fans has been nothing short of outstanding. Momentum from the end of the season home games has been building and the atmosphere at our first home playoff game in nearly two decades will undoubtedly continue to be electric. We're thrilled for the team and our fan base to have the chance to experience the postseason once again. And I can't blame him and I completely agree. We need everybody to be full force, uh, whether it be January 6th or 7th. We're hoping for January 6th at 4 or 8 p.m. 4 o'clock would be the ideal time because it gives you almost a night game, kind of like the Seattle game. That and you don't have to wait all day. And we would be the first NFL team, well, the first NFL matchup of the 2017 playoffs. So the entire nation would be on us, and hopefully the team would play out. But uh, this is from the official Jaguars page. Pre-sale tickets for existing season ticket members went on sale on Tuesday, December 26th. More than 40,000 of these loyal fans had already opted in to secure their seats via the NFL's pay-as-we-play program. Following the pre-sale window, the general public had access to the remaining inventory beginning Wednesday after at, afternoon at 3 p.m. That sold out in only an hour. And I tell you, Jags fans were watching these tickets go all morning, this morning and last night. And by 3 o'clock rolled around, there was only about 300 seats left on Ticketmaster and a few thousand on StubHub. But those sold out really quick too. So this is, when they say this is a sellout, they're not lying. Uh, looking at all the resale and stuff like that, the ticket sales were through the roof. I was honestly astonished by how many tickets were sold just through season ticket members and stuff like that. Uh, probably I would say well over 50,000 were bought before the general public even had access. And there's some people that were mad about that, but it just encourages you to buy season tickets, buy these packages and root for your Jags all year long. Like a lot of us have. And, uh, that way you always get access to these pre-sales. Uh, you don't want to miss out. I'm hoping this starts a really long run for the Jaguars, uh, in the postseason, of just this year and years to come. And there was a few questions coming for the Jaguars about all this, and I'll touch on that in a moment. Uh, but first off, uh, one of the biggest topics has been the tarps. And guys like Brent Martineau and other guys like that, uh, the league, the league has protocols and standards for what you can and can't do and fluctuating the capacity of a stadium. And that's why the Jags have tarps. 
2011, there were blackouts because the team couldn't fill the stadium and therefore you couldn't broadcast it locally. So they threw the tarps on to eliminate, in quote, eliminate seats, lower the capacity of the stadium, and therefore would hit the threshold to consider a non-blackout. Obviously, renovations to Everbank Field have also taken out some seats, and the Jags haven't had a problem selling seats as of late. But the tarps are believed to stay on. However, the league controls all the playoff sales for the stadium the Jags have nothing all the money goes through the league and if the league feels there's a big enough demand for playoff tickets they might themselves exempt their own rules and lift the tarps for the Jags game we'll see if they decide to do so if not it just drives up the demand for these Jags tickets I'm sure they'll get to standing room soon probably in the next few days for those who really want to be in Everbank for this game but yeah the league controls that And another interesting tidbit is teams are allowed to wear alternate jerseys as much as they want up until the Super Bowl and the playoffs. So there might be a chance that for the wild card game, the Jags might teal out again. We might see forever teal, and that would be fantastic. I think that would be a great thing to have your first playoff game in Jacksonville in 18 years. Wear teal that you've had success with under the lights at Everbank. Uh, I would call for a teal out, in all honesty. Uh, Just make the entire stadium look teal and show your opponent that they're in Jacksonville. Uh, It'd be loud. It'd be teal. It'd be fantastic. And hopefully the Jags would feel that and continue continue to go. Another thing about Jags playoff tickets is it is all mobile. Uh, so you won't, I believe you won't be able to print tickets and they'll all be on your phone to prevent scalping and stuff like that. Uh, not even season ticket holders have physical tickets that might change in next year, which would be nice. Cause I would love to have a physical copy of this ticket. They might sell commemorative tickets. If they do, I'll probably buy one, but nonetheless, it would be, uh, it's going to be electric at the bank. And like I said, I, Hope everybody comes out in full force before kickoff. Like I said I'm in my seat an hour before. I might go in as soon as the gates open to make sure that I'm not stuck in a crowd. Uh, I'm not sure when the cat signal would be, but they said on 1010XL today that they're looking to do some events before the Jags game. They're not sure whether it's on the January 6th or the 7th, so obviously that has a factor. But they talked about maybe getting a marquee uh national anthem singer or something like that so that's definitely something cool to be looking forward to for the jags they just want everybody in their seats by kickoff and just an electric atmosphere at kickoff and just so the team knows that you're there from kickoff to final whistle and that uh that'll just about do it for locked on jaguars as always follow myself on twitter at misto christofo and my co-host zach goodall who couldn't be here today zach underscore goodall and the jaguar the locked on jaguars official twitter handle at locked on jaguars for all your jack your jaguars uh rumors news whatever uh anything that seems relevant and uh If there's something that we're doing right or wrong, always feel free to leave a review on iTunes so we can improve what we're doing. Or if there's something that you like that we did, we can do it some more. Uh, We'll be back the rest of the week for sure to keep giving you guys more news leading up to this matchup against the Tennessee Titans in Week 17 and what would hopefully lead to a season split. And as they deemed sweeping the division, even though they lost to the... (coughs) Sorry about that, that they lost to the Houston Texans badly, 
when Deshaun Watson dropped almost 60 on them. But that'll be fun. Uh, hopefully they wear their AFC South champions hats on the sidelines at the Titans. Uh, I feel like that'd be a, a fun little poke at them. But definitely not a team to take lightly, as Jags fans know from past. But we'll be back tomorrow again. This episode is brought to you by Draft. Uh, I actually have a draft open for Locked On Jaguars fans. I'll promote it on my personal handle and the Locked On Jaguars page. If you use the promo code LONFL, you'll get a $3 NFL voucher when you make your first deposit. And you can use that to join this contest. Uh, There's five spots remaining, probably a few less now if a few people have joined. And uh, it's just a real fun way to do daily fantasy, especially with football season almost over, your last few chances to win some money in daily fantasy. It's a snake draft, so you don't have a salary cap. You just draft who you think is going to do good. That's draft. I'd love to see you guys. Make sure to send me a message if you do join, and I'll make sure to uh, shout you out.